Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, welcome back to The B-List. I'm B. Today I have a special guest. Um, it is someone that I've known for quite a while. I'm sure some of you might know of him now. Um, he's like a burgeoning IG sensation. Um, he's a political political consultant, um, the sixth Spice Girl, world-renowned ginger. What else? I don't even know. This is Brian Derrick is here. And he's not hey, here, B. but we're, we're hey. <laughs> There's so much going on this week. How are you? You're good? I'm good. Yeah. It has yeah. been um, a, a whirlwind <laughs> of a week since inauguration of a couple weeks at this point. But, um, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing good. Enjoying Biden's America. I feel like I feel the same. I feel the same, <laughs> but like I know stuff's happening. But like, honestly, that's pro- probably part of the magic. Like, that's a good thing that I don't feel anything. Yeah. You're like, I still hate it here, but I hate it here. I a still hate it a little less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah do you want to tell people really quickly about like your um like what you do and, and just tell because i think a lot of people that listening this probably have heard of you because i've reposted you a few times and just kind of you're in that sphere um and you have a way of like breaking down politics that's like in a really what's the like palatable way sure thank you yeah so full-time i work on campaigns trying to mm-hmm. elect um democrats and progressive leaders uh at the city state federal level um, and and do that for for several different campaigns. Um, But exactly as you're talking about, I have in the last year or two um, really tried to dig deeper on social media to use that as a platform to help bring people into the political process, make things that can seem really complicated uh, a little bit easier to understand and and tell people. Exactly. Right. And, 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 And try and tell people like, empower people to have a voice in that process and show them exactly how and where they can do that. Yeah. And I love the thing that you talked a lot about is, um, and not a lot of people do, but is um, local elections, huge. And explaining the process of that and how important that is, especially when you live in um, mostly blue states, because like for a place like I think New York, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like it's more important for the local elections because that like the primary is going to be more important than, you know, Exactly. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that some of these major decisions, exactly like you're talking about in a primary for a municipal, like a citywide election can mm-hmm. seem really uh, like not a big deal. But mm-hmm. when people are talking about these issues that they care a lot about, like police and education and housing and some of the most fundamental things, like the federal government can really only do so much. They can only yeah. throw money at the problem. All of that policy is created right in your own city hall or your state house. And mm-hmm. so if you don't know who's representing you there, it's a lot harder to um, expect good outcomes from that, from yeah. those people. Yeah. Um, we're going to get on to all that, but first off, 
<laughs> going to get involved. Ryan Reynolds started following you. That's like the most notable person. I think that, right. Is that, I mean, tell me to tell me who's like reached out to you because like your, your following kind of grew like during the election. It was kind of like, it was in the fall. Like it was late summer, fall. I saw you like, and some notable people that I think started reaching out to you, I think was like Ryan Reynolds and someone else who was like, yeah, yeah. There were, there have been a, a handful of, um, people that I never thought I would interact with yeah. in any way. Um, who, Literally who the, only, the only gay that can say Ryan Reynolds slipped into your DMs. <laughs> Literally the only one. I imagine. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess we're, we're making a leap there. But um, <laughs> but yes, uh, I think that really it was, I had one specific video um, in over the summer where I broke down kind of the stats and the state of the race of all of the competitive Senate uh, elections. Race. With the dry race board. Yeah, we love exactly. the dry race board. The dry race board is like the, um, it's the fifth sex in the city lady. It is like, <laughs> it's very important. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Also, it's by the, the way, guys, follow now. just say your Instagram name, Chris, because I didn't even say it. It's, it's, it's at Brian Derek underscore Brian. Have you? I. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried TikTok? You should really, you would do so well on TikTok. <laughs> I've thought about it. Um, so all of my videos are one take. Like I don't, I don't do yeah. any video editing mm-hmm. um, because I am a technological. I'm, I'm just not there. And so yeah. I think that TikTok's probably a good solution to that because I know that it makes it easier. I just have not made the leap. Uh, but and maybe, also the- maybe soon. And the thing about TikTok is it's like a lot of it is really messy and like the editing is a little choppy and that's okay because that's part of the magic. And I feel like that totally. like chaos reigns in TikTok. So just like yeah. try it for sure. I think that I should can be get a mini whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. mini one. Twenty twenty one year of TikTok for sure. Speaking of, can you believe that Instagram is free? Like, can you believe that it's free? <laughs> like, like you just log in at any time and like the world's crashing and you're like, how is this free? Like, how are we? <laughs> I know, I know, it's so real. I, I can't believe your Instagram is free because it truly is the only thing that <laughs> saves long. me when no, I'm. I'm <laughs> Right, get that Patreon. I'm lucky I found a way to like monetize it in ways. So that's good. Um, We love that. Speaking of though, uh, I wanted to quickly brush over something I came over yesterday morning. I logged in. And the reason I was asking this is why is it free? Is gays over COVID account you're familiar with, I'm sure you know of. Mm -hmm. Um, We still haven't figured out who it is. I don't know. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Like we're going (laughs) to pull the curtain back or something. It's like Scooby Doo when they like pull the mask off. And it's right. going to be very that, but will it ever get to math? Yeah. But I guess they were like, they had on their, I don't even follow this account. Cause I don't, what they do. It's like really weird. It's like weird. Um, <laughs> which like, I don't know where your stance is on like people traveling during the pandemic, but I I'm like not there, but everybody's in a different space. But like, um, it gets really weird once you start like doxing people just for taking a trip and like, you know what I mean? Um, for sure. And the energy on that, particular account is just like I don't think the um where it ends is ever where they intended the destination to, like do you right. know what I mean like they'll do a post yeah. and then right. half of the comments are talking about the people's appearance in the photo and it's like you guys are, sure. com- are what's the reason that you guys are here you know right yeah I think that social media as judge jury and executioner is really dark yes. and and can yeah. can turn really dark and get out of control really quickly um I'm kind of in a place where I'm like we already have a system for accountability and and for mm-hmm. policing this kind of behavior if someone is breaking the law yeah. then 
there are places that you can report that already mm -hmm. that already exists. Yeah. And if the if they're not breaking the law, but they're doing something that you think should be against the law, then you should call your legislators <laughs> and your local <laughs> officials and lobby them to change the law so that they yeah. cannot do that. But yeah. like to impose your own idea of what should and shouldn't be allowed and, and what people should and shouldn't be quote held accountable for mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. um yeah I, I I'm not I'm not about that yeah yeah. But they, uh, the reason I just was talking about them is they went on their story and they did, a, I guess, a poll or something. And they were asking, someone sent this to me. They were like, what was it? You know what I'm talking about, right? They, they were saw, like, what, I saw screenshots what, would it, you, yeah. <laughs> what would you guys think if we started a case over influencers account that was, what did it say? Highlight cis white gay men. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Right. I can't. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> In order to <laughs> undermine them? Yeah, I know. Not, <laughs> the uh, fact that they actually <laughs> typed this out, <laughs> they said, let's highlight white men. It's like, wait, so you want to give them an additional platform? They said to, to highlight white cis gay men that um, are making money off of you as a viewer. And I was like, but for what? Like, so, you're, so now we're just targeting white cis gay men. <laughs> for making coin i'm so confused finally finally um, they're gonna come for me next <laughs> they said white yeah, cis gay men though so i was like i know they're not talking about me <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about the real marginalized communities right white yeah. cis gay men that that's who yeah. really that's who really needs our our, our our attention and our focus right now yeah so bad <laughs> yeah like... it, the whole thing the whole thing is is uh lunacy to me i'm yeah i'm not about like, it the brainworms are literally building tunnels and whoever's brain is running this is like, <laughs> I can't. Um, yeah, it's insane. But I just had to had to bring that up. There was something else yeah, I was going to say about that. Hopefully but, uh, people will, hopefully they'll move on from, from I this need them thing. to I, open up outside yeah. again because this is getting too much. Like, <laughs> right. People need to like see people face to face again. They need to pass out drunk places. People are just like way too... People that were like are like very on the internet that was never supposed to be on the internet. Like y'all need to go <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like you're an outdoor yeah. gay, go be outdoors. <laughs> I'm I mean, look at what's happening on Reddit. Yeah, well, they're revolting. <laughs> Way too much time. Speaking of Reddit, or I guess like revolting, the stock market. I've been reading about the stock market for like 44, 48 hours straight. I still don't. I mean, I have a basic knowledge of like how it works. I used to own stocks but i'm not like I, I don't know any much about like what to all that yeah so what to buy sure. and yeah still at where i was 48 hours ago like exactly in the same spot <laughs> i don't know i'm watching the market and i'm watching it go up and down I'm like oh I'm sorry. yeah i mean that's like really the point that we're at is is a majority of people don't own or trade individual stocks like on mm -hmm. any kind of regular basis a majority of americans don't own individual stocks at yeah. all and now yeah. these platforms like stash or, or robin hood or, or whatever um, have democratized, I'm using air quotes, like democratized mm -hmm. the, the idea of it. Um, and we're kind of seeing the effects of that in real time. But in true Robin Hood fashion, as quickly as they gave it to you, they snatched it away. He <laughs> said, all right, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> now that you're the rich ones, we're going to take it. I just so fucking confused. I'm like, oh my God. I did um, read and this morning that the main guy who mm, has been on these... On no, right? no, no. The main, the main guy who's been posting on Reddit about, okay. mm -hmm. about GameStop for over a year, uh -huh. uh, 
again, based on some some reporting today, had mm-hmm. already invested seven hundred and forty five ish thousand dollars. Oh wow! Um, so he so he like he is, really, which kind of changed how I saw the whole thing a little bit. I was like, is this just like yeah. a handful of people that really engineered this entire thing, or yeah. just, was this like really like a aggressor thing? It sounds. Um, mm. I'm not really sure. I'm sure there's going to be a million think pieces written about this. Whenever I hear about these types of people too, like if you say that, like now I have to, after this, I'm going to go Google them because I have to see what these people look like. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I just need to see. Uh, Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. They snatched it away from all these people. I have no clue. You guys just update me. I don't think I like understand anything of what's happening this week. (laughs) So that's why you're here. Um, What's your favorite movie about money? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, wait, I'm going to cheat because I definitely saw your story, but I, one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time is Big Business. So, Oh, um, absolutely. Grew up with it. it Love it. It's so good. <laughs> um, that's like uh, every couple months watch for me. So I'm going to say yeah, Big Business. That's a yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. What's yours? Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. I mean, I would say that's <laughs> up there. Um, I would say, I would say like Hustlers is really good. I like the energy yeah. of Hustlers. It's it's on. It's, it is a period piece. It's about the stock market crash of the early two thousands. So it kind of is. And I don't a like the pacing. Piece. Period piece. I love it. <laughs> Kira Knightley. Um, <laughs> Kira Knightley shaking. Uh, oh my no, God. it's like. And also, it's like a Wolf of Wall Street, but for like yeah. women. And it's and it's right. the same kind of like attitude, but just like without men. And I'm all about celebrating women. And like I love a movie that's like all women and not about love and just money yes. and conning men. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know oh, what I mean? Such a good movie. Yeah. Such a fucking good movie. Yeah, um, if you guys haven't seen it, watch. You saw it, right? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Yeah. And I was talking about it like on the story, and I was talking about other movies, and someone said New Jack City, which is a movie that I remember when I was like very young, which is do you ever see New Jack City? No. Oh, it's like Wesley Snipes. It's about like a crack dealer who okay. rises to fame or like fame, rises to power in okay. Harlem in like the nineties, but it's about the crack epidemic. But then I was just thinking, because yeah. I watched the other night, completely unrelated, was this really good documentary on crack called Crack, um, Cocaine, Corruption, and Conspiracy. It's on Netflix. Okay. I think that's what it's called. It was yeah. so good. Because we yeah. know like what we know just from like growing up in the 90s about the basics of what crack cocaine did. But like it really gets into like how it destroyed the black community, how it changed the yeah. prison system in the way that we like... Right. I mean, it was like the number of black men in prison went up like 600% or something like that. It was insane over those years. Yeah. But it just like it retells the story with like a social conscience of like 2021. So it's really interesting with clear eyes to see. I'll definitely I'd, watch that. I'd recommend it. It's very good. Also, also topical because this week, uh, Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey just mm-hmm. introduced legislation to um, change the sentencing laws around really uh crack and cocaine and the disparity there that like crack is essentially the same the same thing as cocaine but you can get sentenced to the minimum sentence is like 25 years or 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 whatever um and and to and to change that so um yeah Mm -hmm. hopefully some progressive legislation coming out of uh the senate in the near future on that exact issue yeah they talk a lot about that in the documentary but definitely check it out oh really okay cool all right i'll watch it Yeah. yeah I wanted to talk about that girl running from the courthouse. I have that image stuck in my head. <laughs> the image. <laughs> I don't remember her name. There's so many of them. But like, how oh was that? The <laughs> I just love like follow. I just love like for the rest of the year. I feel like we're going to be checking in on insurrectionists, like getting on planes, getting kicked off of them, leaving courthouses. But the way she was like running in heels. 
yeah, I thought it was fake the first time I saw it. I thought it was like a spoof. And I was yeah. like, so oh, real. wow, that's literally real. I cannot. <laughs> when the reporter was laughing, I was like, okay, <laughs> 2021 is going to be a very funny year. I think 2021 was incredibly dark. And I think now we're just like, no matter what you tell us, it's like, you know, we're laughing through it. <laughs> Did you have a favorite insurrectionist? Oh my God. No, I was <laughs> never, I could never. Okay. I was, uh, um, I can, I can say that I was most excited by. That's what I mean um, by favorite. Like someone who like, like when they got them, I'm like, yes. okay. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. It was, it was one who stole uh, the speaker. <laughs> Podium. Podium. I was like, yeah. girl, get him. Get, <laughs> get him, get him. Get him. He can't he yeah. tried to like shave his face or something. I was like, nope. Baby, we don't we got you. No. <laughs> we, we knew before you landed who you yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah. You looked like a potato before. You look like one after we got you. Um yeah, yeah no, that's that, just to clarify, that's what I mean by like my favorite is only to see them get caught. Yes, of course. You know? Well, you have you have these my favorite insurrectionist people... is a jailed insurrectionist. Yeah, that's the only only answer. The only answer. Yes. Agreed. Um, What a time. That was like three weeks ago. I know. It feels like a whole entire lifetime. It only took three weeks and a day for the GOP to forget that it even happened to get over it. They were like, let's move that. If that. Yeah, totally. Oh, God. I I don't know if you know that, um, you know, Matt Gates, one of the most Yes. Reprehensible members in, in the house. Uh, he represents the district a video of Florida. Yesterday of him getting uh, a drink thrown. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> that was a classic. It wasn't anything recent, but I mean, I still, I love to bring it back. I just love, <laughs> you know? Well, he flew, yeah, he flew this week to Wyoming to uh-huh. basically go like bird dog Liz Cheney, who's the number oh, three yeah. Republican in the house. We're all trying to get had, her out. Yeah, exactly. Because she had uh, tried to hold Donald Trump accountable for his role in the insurrection. And they're all turning on on all of them and trying to ask them. Yeah. And then um, Kevin McCarthy just flew down to Mar-a-Lago to meet with Donald Trump yesterday. Yep. I wonder what about. I, that. Um, I think that I think that the Republicans right now see Trump as the key to their personal futures like for their for their career yeah. that he yeah. is the kingmaker now and if you're on his bad side you're going to be Liz Cheney and you're next on the chopping block and so they're all going to do whatever they can to try and kiss his ass it's really it's really sad it's really whole, weird I would love to be sad. a fly on that faux baroque <laughs> wall of Mar-a-Lago and just hear what they're talking about <laughs> trying you know absolutely I... oh my god yeah. 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 I think he's like Dark. my least favorite of, well, mm, mm, Holly, I guess would be, you know, he's like the most outwardly white supremacist and he's really yeah. smart. That's the thing about Holly too. He has like his education is such that like he doesn't, he flies under that radar of what we think of like a white supremacist looks and acts like he's that sure. darker, like who's the one Steve Miller. He's like up there with Steve Miller. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Very um, like criminal mastermind status of like yeah. you, that you'd see in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Or like very much like the Riddler in Batman. Like I've got you Batman. Like we yeah. solved this riddle. He's like, you know, he's like skinny with like a screen suit. I feel like that would be him. Yes. 100%. Yeah. That is, that is the brand. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Missouri watch out. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a bit about the impeachment because obviously like um, Mitch McConnell told everybody that we should hold off on the impeachment to what, what was it the first week of February yeah. only to now completely cancel it before it began. Right. Can you explain a bit about how that 
went down because yes <laughs> yeah so they they obviously moved very quickly in the house because that's where impeachment has to start and they voted um and and sent that article of impeachment inciting just to be clear to, to everybody but yeah. I, he has been impeached but he has not been convicted exactly yes. correct which is impeachment the move itself happens in the house All right and then and, and the that, reason that we want to convict is to make sure that he could never run again right and um but yeah so once they sent that article of impeachment over to the senate mm-hmm. um then that begins uh, a trial in the senate and they have to set up like the process for that mcconnell Actually, the Republicans as a whole, I think the real thing at play here is that Republicans as a whole did not even want to have a trial. They were trying to hide so they don't have to vote whether to yeah. convict him or not. They yeah. wanted to hide behind an argument that the trial itself was unconstitutional because he was no longer president. So yeah. all but five Republicans voted to have no trial at all and to throw the whole thing out, yeah. um, including Mitch McConnell. What are our chances of getting Ted Cruz and Hawley they're not going to resign. No, they're not going to resign. And unfortunately, in this moment, um, it takes two, it's in the Constitution, it takes two thirds, uh, a two thirds supermajority vote in order to, to expel. expel someone from Congress. So we would need a whole bunch of Republicans to be on board with, mm-hmm. uh, with kicking them out, which just doesn't seem possible at this point. And there's um, there's precedence for this, by the way, though it wasn't specifically, it gets a little muddy, right? Because like this happened once before, but it was kind of um, because of a formality, right? It was like um, someone kind of didn't take up their post or didn't like resign from it. So then they were expelled because of that. There was a number of them and it was at the beginning of um, Abraham Lincoln's presidency. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you look like through the history of our country, there are definitely some 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 situations where these laws have been applied before but i would say like on the face of it we're really facing an entirely new situation when you have members of congress that are like openly supporting uh this type of insurrection and that kind of thing and and we've never had to expel members of congress for that kind of behavior before yeah it's i hate it here this i kind of do this season is going to be crazy though (laughs) Like this season is going to be nuts. Like the, from the opening, it's just like, bam. Yeah. hundred percent. The season yeah. premiere really topped off. Um, so, so do you have any, like, I mean, I guess the conviction is just not really gonna happen. Right. So that's kind of out. Yeah. So uh, I, I have been telling people that I think the chances are very slim. And you've um, always been so, saying that from the beginning, like you knew that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not about, I, I, I think that he should, I don't, I want to make it clear. Yeah. Like I think that he yeah. absolutely should be convicted. It's about what is the most strategic path forward. And it, I don't think that any amount of public pressure can actually make these Republican senators stand up and yeah. vote. Their, yeah. Their you conscience. knew that around like 6 p.m. the day of the insurrection. It was that evening when they like almost got murdered, but then still showed up and they said, ah, nay. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that people look at some quotes and some some of the things that they say or reporting about Mitch McConnell and what he has said in private and that kind of thing, and they hang their their hope on that. But if you look at what they've actually done, what kind of Mm -hmm. votes they've taken and what the actions they actually have put forward since the insurrection, there's mm-hmm. really no signal that they're, that they've changed course to uh, yeah. come to regret their, 
they're lying and, and, and claims of voter fraud and that kind of stuff in, in any way or plan to hold Trump accountable. All because we wanted a celebrity. <laughs> no, all because her emails. Oh, because her emails. That's <laughs> the real reason. What are, your, what are your thoughts on celebrities running for office? Do you have thoughts on it? Do you care? I mean, obviously everybody's a different case, but I mean, Ronald yeah. Reagan was a, uh, I mean, not that he was a good president, but uh, right. <laughs> he was an actor before. I him. mean, I think, so one, like like a basic tenant of running for office for the first time for a first time candidate is name recognition because yeah. it's the most expensive thing to buy because you have to spend so much money on ads and on TV and on online to, to get people to even literally know who you are, whether or not they agree with you, just to know your name. And celebrities already start with that. So I think that that's why it happens so much and why it's such a, a common thing in, in modern history is that you're already starting with this huge advantage when everyone just knows your name. So yeah. I don't like, I don't feel strongly that no celebrity should ever run yeah, yeah. Uh, or anything like that. It, it, it's a case by case, but name recognition I mean, does like, not make you qualify. For sure. I mean, there's like, there's like 10 year olds with like 2 million followers because of makeup <laughs> tutorials on YouTube now. Like by the time that we're like in our fifties, there's going to be, you know, like everybody's going to be a celebrity. So yeah, it's that's kind of... so true. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually so interesting. Um, What's interesting is that, like, you know, obviously, like you said, um, name recognition is something you can't really buy back then. But, like, the obviously, um, things are changing now so that, like, everybody – I mean, John, John Ossoff came out the gate and is, like, a really strong um, – a really strong name, I guess, like really recognizable yeah. from anywhere or even um, Warnock and, and all of these others, you know, just because of the For nature sure. of social media. So do you think that that's going to like greatly change? Like maybe it's going to give more power to the private citizen than it would to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I think that it's really interesting. Warnock in particular, I think is a super interesting case because he was running in November, not not in the runoff, but in November in a very crowded field. There were there were yeah. several other Democrats running. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that set him apart out front early on was um, the WNBA. Uh, some some players from the WNBA had had worn Warnock jerseys yeah. and it got a lot of media attention and it, a lot of progressives like nationally picked up on it and, and started following him. I mean, he was already running a great campaign before that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. Exactly. As you're saying, like individuals with a platform in this case, like, yeah. like WNBA players can really be, be like a turning point by just sh sharing that, that spotlight. It, it can yeah. really, it can make all the difference in a race. So yeah, I do think that we're like democratizing it in a certain way when you no longer have to only buy TV ads, but you can actually like through ideas and creativity yeah. online, like yeah. garner a lot of attention for yourself. Is there anybody like a younger politician um, that you feel like does it the best right now oh that has like gosh. mastered that well aoc is like an easy one i think right she's like right she's like, right she does a lot of video blogs and stuff like that and you know yeah i'm trying to think i was just having this conversation recently because aoc was really like the first digital native that we yeah. got to see have real power yeah, at yeah. a federal level in congress like yeah, the first the millennial who yeah right exactly and so um, I mean, nobody, nobody can compete with her. Twitter, right now. Her Twitter's still lit. You know, she's still, <laughs> <laughs> she literally like yes. yesterday, she was like, Ted Cruz, you literally tried to have me murdered. So no, <laughs> I love her candor. Okay. Yeah, she really, she can her. put somebody in their place for sure. Yeah. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. I do think that there are some at like 
lower levels of government in the state house or um, in in city council, that kind of thing, who are are up and coming and are great at that. But honestly, well, is it's it Corey? sad that there aren't more. Is that, is, is that is it Corey? Wait, What's this, is it someone named Corey? Right? Isn't there um, a new Corey Bush? Right. Are you talking yeah, about yeah, Corey yeah. Bush? Corey no, 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 no. That's a woman. No, no. Corey Bush is a woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Corey Bush, though. I love Ayanna Presley. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Corey Bush, I think, is probably the newest uh, addition to that, like, online. She snapped on the insurrection. List. Snapped. Snapped. Love no her. time. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. And then they tried to boo her. I love her. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, speaking of celebs running for office, my friend Barbara Kay has announced that she's running. She's joining the NYC mayoral race. Um, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, she, if you guys don't know, Barbara Kay was a um, a friend of on Real Housewives of New York uh, season 11, I think it was. Um, and she's joining the Democratic primary and will take place in June. Um, yep. Kind of coming into the race a little bit later than everyone, right? I mean, is it? I don't know. I don't know timing. I don't. There are thirty people, yeah, running in the in the primary for for mayor of New York right now, um, which is wild. Um, She's going to face off against Eric Adams, um, uh, former presidential hopeful Andrew Yang. Um, Yep. Is 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 Maya? Is she? Is yep. Maya Wiley, Scott Stringer. do you I mean, have a favorite right now? I I don't yet. Okay, I'm, okay. Uh, it's, it's early, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm I know curious I'm about not. a few. I've... <laughs> Wait, tell me. Well, let's get into the Andrew Yang campaign. <laughs> <laughs> or what was. I'm sorry. The comment, I'm going to just quote it. End quote. He said, we live in a two-bedroom apartment in Manhattan. And so, like, can you imagine trying to have two kids on virtual school in a two-bedroom apartment in Manhattan? And then trying to do work yourself. It's like most New Yorkers can't imagine living in a two bedroom in Manhattan. So no, um, that yeah, was just like, I, was, I don't know uh, who's like, it was a, him. yeah, it was a Rocky. It was a really Rocky campaign rollout. He, he and it got was coming at a weird by time. Those stories. Yeah. Like, yeah. <clears throat> no, sorry. He's God. still running. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he'd have to do a lot. Of, I mean, even just, yeah, I have a lot of, concerns about that the way he does things but yeah i think that some of his policies kind of similar to the presidential are are really interesting and could do a lot for the city mm-hmm. i don't know right now i don't TikTok know if can... wait so tiktok houses the, t- the tiktok <laughs> houses oh my god i lost it i did see I, that like, story I, and I cannot this cannot be real i had to like <laughs> scroll up scroll down make sure i wasn't on like a russian disinformation site i don't know <laughs> but it was real yeah i know i know yeah I'm, I'm thinking more so like guaranteed income um mm-hmm. and some of the like wealth redistribution practices that could really help low income new yorkers right now very low yeah. income new yorkers um and just put a real cap to the growing wealth inequality in the city yeah. so, so i do think that he has some interesting ideas there i don't know if he's right now being the most effective messenger of those ideas Okay. Uh, Because it doesn't seem like that's what people are talking about when it comes to his campaign. They're talking about bodegas and uh, and (laughs) that wasn't even a bodega. The city. He was at a Sunak. (laughs) (laughs) He was like at fucking Whole Foods talking about support local businesses. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. I can't. He's like Soul Cycle. Support local business. Um. Biden's America, though. Um. Feeling the same. 
He did a number. I mean, he's done so many executive orders like every single day. Um, can you yeah. go over? I know there's too many to like really truly list, but can you go over to some of the ones so people can, because there's so much happening, but because it's not like an affair of like um, Twitter rage that we don't get to see everything. Yeah. Stuff's being yeah. done. Yeah. The stuff is being done. Um, he did 30 in his first three days, which mm-hmm. was like, a oh, big deal. Yeah. That was like 10% of what Obama did in four years. So like, which was a really good sign, especially for progressives and people who want progressive change that like, he's not going to be afraid to, Mm -hmm. to use his office. I think that some of the stuff that people will be most excited to hear about it like happened on day one or two um, and included undoing a lot of what Trump did because Trump didn't legislate and didn't governor and didn't govern. He just wrote executive executive orders. orders. Yeah. And which means that they can all be undone. So um, rejoining the Paris climate accords, getting rid of the Muslim ban, saving the DACA program, uh, stop the, the uh, illegal redistribution of funds for the border wall, um, a huge immigration bill that creates a pathway to citizenship for 11 million people, mm-hmm. um, eviction moratorium throughout COVID, a lot, lots of stuff around COVID. Obviously, he's made it very clear that his number one priority is like getting this COVID situation under control. And so a lot of, a lot of it has been geared towards that as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, and the one that I probably get more DMs about than anything else, right. <laughs> he <laughs> extended uh, the pause on student loan payments uh, okay. through September. Okay. People are, people are obviously very excited about that one. So, They're hyped about that one. Yeah. Yeah. So he's done, he's done a lot. And then he followed that up with uh, like sort of focused days there was a day where he signed yeah. a bunch of executive orders on covid one was on racial equality one was, one on, was climate on climate change yeah exactly what's so, today because he had like oh, um do we know i don't think that we know what today is it'll what's be today in my, in my evening wrap up <laughs> i know it's like racism and done <laughs> we're good oh my god <laughs> right yeah that's all we need it was just a couple of executive orders right yes um no, he's doing it. Um, there is kind of like a downside to governing by executive orders, obviously, right? Because everything can be undone. But in some cases Absolutely. you kind of have to because there's just been so much, so much done. For sure. Yeah. Some of some of the things that he's done were exactly right. Like that 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 needed to happen by by executive order. And like mm-hmm. it's about the the executive branch is huge. And so many of those just dictate how he's gonna run his different agencies and like the EPA using, I don't know, science in, in what they're doing instead of whatever was happening under Trump and uh, like the education department and how that's going to be run and, and the focus on public schools versus charter schools, like lots of executive orders create things that were around that, but also a lot of it needs to be passed in Congress so that it yeah. doesn't just flip back and forth every four or eight years yeah, uh, yeah. because that's, that's not a sustainable model. I did want to talk a bit about the filibuster, but before we get into that, because I know that'll be, yeah, and there's a lot of people that, um, or I guess you could do it now. Let's talk about it now, because um, before we go to the bonus episode, but the filibuster, a lot of people actually don't really know what it means. I mean, uh, the, and, yeah. the, and like the, um, to filibust is essentially like to talk or to like, write to like kind of hold up process in order to not get things passed, right? Um, but then the, yeah, talk about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So um, that's that's like what we all think of, right? Is is when someone's like filibustering, you think about that person standing there and talking mm-hmm. at length for hours, uh, sometimes up to like twenty four hours. Uh, you think about Wendy Davis in the Texas State House when she had her like re- she had a back brace on and uh, <laughs> and and like like all kinds of stuff because she would literally have to stand there and keep talking to prevent them from passing a really restrictive uh, abortion law, and so that's what we think about. But that's actually not what the filibuster looks like in the Senate. It's um, basically this really technical tool and process that is used to raise the number of votes that you need to uh, get a vote on a bill from 51 to 60. And so essentially like once you get to the debate phase of like, like you're debating a bill in order to end debate, in order to make that process stop, there's no time limit that's like automatic. So mm-hmm. in order to end debate, you need 60 votes as long mm-hmm. as someone is, is uh, opposing, opposing the process. So it, it effectively gives 41 senators a veto on all legislation. So, um, that is why we're not getting, we're not seeing major bills passed on issues that are, there's tons of agreement about throughout the country, like gun yeah. safety legislation and that kind of thing um, yeah. is because of the filibuster in the Senate. So essentially we want to get, I mean, there's benefits and there's like benefits to getting rid of it, but then there's also kind of like, there's really bad things. If we know we have the Senate right now, it's like a 50, 50, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's, well, it's we won't always be in. Right. Yes. This is this is where it gets really interesting. So I, I think that to put it into context, the one thing that people are always really gagged over is that explain it to us like we're fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> is that the, the the problem isn't necessarily with the actual filibuster itself. It's with how it's being used in today's super partisan climate. So between the years nineteen seventeen and nineteen seventy. Uh, it was used about 60 times mm-hmm. total in, in, in almost 60 years. And then in Obama's, in six years of Obama's presidency, it was used 500 times. <laughs> and so it just gives you a sense of like the scale of the obstruction has just mm-hmm. really gone completely off Rampant. the rails. And it, right, exactly. And so, and so that's why you're seeing um, a lot more executive orders and a lot mm. less, less legislation is, is because of that. And so there are lots of proposals to fix it. Um, I'm happy to talk about any of those if you, if you want to go into detail on them. But like to your point of a lot of people are, are concerned that if we change the filibuster now and then we lose the Senate, then, oh, Republicans are going are gonna to abuse this, this process. Um, yeah, they're going to abuse whatever is, anyways. Um, yeah, it's- right. I think that we actually have a lot more to gain than we have to lose because for us to do all the things that we want to do on the left, we need legislation for a Green New Deal, for a federal minimum wage increase, for uh, housing, and, 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 and for so many of the progressive agenda, you, you need big legislation. Whereas on the right, their number one priority is judges. And they yeah. can already appoint as many judges as they want at every level of government with only 51 votes. And so this model is extremely beneficial to them because they're getting what they want and we can't have what we want. Yeah. And so I think that the point of a democracy is that you elect people, they legislate, you decide whether you like what they did or you don't and you vote mm-hmm. them out or give them another term. And right now that's broken because 
you elect a group of people, nothing changes. You elect a different group of people, nothing changes. Yeah, and, yeah. and you can't make any kind of decision because no one's able to actually do anything in Washington. Got it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense or it doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's broken. It's broken. But there are lots of ways that, that, they, can, that they can address that. You know what else is broken? Tell me. Literally everything in Chuck Schumer and Dick Durbin's bachelor pad. <laughs> We're going to get into it. Um, I want to talk about that. I'm going to like break that down because that was a moment. Um, it's a moment. It's a moment. Yeah. Do you want to tell people maybe what the most important thing going forward is for 2021? Um, yeah, focus. absolutely. We have 2022 elections coming up. Um, for New Yorkers, we have the primary coming up in June. What do you yeah, think is- there are the, the primary in New York is on June 22nd. Early voting starts on June 12th. Um, and there are tons, not just in New York, but there are tons of really important local and statewide elections all over the country this year. And they're typically exactly as we talked about at the beginning of this conversation, the ones that people are not paying attention to. So it's where you can make the most impact because you're not, um, competing against quite so many other like resources and, and, and people, it's a smaller field. And so you can really jump in and make a huge difference in uh, a city council or a state legislative race in your own state in, in 2021. And you should do that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, do you want to tell the people where to follow you again on social media so that we can get that out there? Sure. <laughs> yes. I'm at Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Derek underscore. And look out for the TikTok. You can do that. The TikTok. <laughs> It's coming. It's coming soon. (laughs) Guys, um, to subscribe to the bonus episode, go to the Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash the B list. And you can subscribe there. We're going to continue the conversation. I want to talk a bit about that gross bachelor pad that I posted a video of on my story this week (laughs) and what that meant. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the splintering of the Republican party. Yeah. And just forecasting. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Thanks guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.